I think it's time to do a Christmas 102. We could expend a lot of energy talking about Christmas preparation, Simon. We really could. We really could. One of the things I've really enjoyed from the recent Christmases has been delegating tasks to people, not just family, but friends as well. It's the best, isn't it? Yeah. It actually gets them involved too, which makes them feel part of the cold thing, right? I agree. And you know what else it does? Mm. It nurtures the Christmas spirit, Simon. (laughs) I'm Yumi Steins. I'm Simon Davis. This is your 5-Minute Food Fix. So Christmas 101 is about not bearing the load yourself entirely. Like it's a big deal to prepare and, and host Christmas, right? Yeah. Like any big food, you know, event that you're hosting or you're prepping, you want to try and share the share love. It. The more you do that, the more fun you'll have. I agree. And the more invested your friends and family will be. One of the things that I really got a kick out of last year, Simon, was knowing that the fish market would be pandemonium mm. and having for years seen the backup of cars trying to enter the fish market car park to collect their seafood, mm. I realised that clearly you can't arrive there by car. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No. So the trick, the hack would be to send somebody. I'm not doing this myself. <laughs> to send somebody there on foot. So that may mean parking nearby and then walking, but yep. absolutely not trying to attempt to enter that car park by by car. You've saved yourself some pain there or, your, or whoever you're sending. And I think that's really important. So my dad always puts his hand up to be the seafood guy at Christmas. And that's yep. great because I don't want to be going on Christmas no, Day to go and don't. pick up, you know, the, the prawns from the fish monk. I don't want to do it. No, you've got things to flambe. <laughs> there are things to flambe. <laughs> there are suckling pig to rotate on the spit, Yumi. There's all sorts to be done. And so does your dad have a trick? Like, how does he get there? <laughs> he likes to get up early. Right. After years of, of, of keen surfing and finding the, the best surf breaks. So he's very happy and conditioned to get up early and grab those prawns. And he quite enjoys the process. I think he gets himself a coffee at the same time. Nice. And he, you know, he, he pootles around. And picks is up it the hectic prawns. when he gets there? Like, is it still pr- pandemonium? Well, look, he comes back. He's pretty calm about things. I think I think it might not be the most pleasant shopping experience, but he, he hides that. He brings the prawns. And most importantly, when he comes through the door or anyone comes through the door and yeah. they've, they've, you know, taken on a bit of the load, they, you know, we pull them, you know, pull those things into ours. We offer them something. Yes. As they come through a drink or some food or something. And then everyone forgets the pain. <laughs> and, and they share in that Christmas cheer. It's so true. So I had a friend that lives very close by that I knew was doing a trip to the Sydney fish market. Oh, okay. And I thought there's a way I can leverage this because he's very, very cool. He, he'll be understanding. So I prepaid for a bunch of seafood and said, when you go, could you please collect it? Brilliant. And he understood not to drive. So he went there on foot with one of those, you know, those old lady trolleys that old ladies carry to the, to the shops? I do. I would love one of those. I know. And he loves it. So he and his son walked there, a bit of a walk, a couple of Ks, picked up the seafood. So they bypassed this massive queue of cars, walked straight up to the counter, collected the seafood, bag of ice, onward home, and I got my seafood in a really, really painless way. So that is a potential thing that you could do if you know somebody who lives close by who's got a plan, why not piggyback on their little trip? I think it's a great idea. And not only that, it will taste better when you get at home because you'll have that lovely feeling of having avoided the queue or someone (laughs) else doing it for you. Yes, and a little bit of Christmas spirit because I must say I handed him a ham. 
that I'd gone and collected from a different market. He handed me a mud crab and it was very, very Christmassy. I enjoyed it immensely. And on that note, Simon, I just want to quickly share a way to do mud crab. So oh, yes, mud please. crab is one of my favourite seafoods. I, you know, I spent time, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, cooking octopus and cooking lobster as mm-hmm. a job. I really feel quite intimately acquainted with some of the most high-end forms of seafood and mud crab. I reckon that's it. That's my gold standard. Oh, I look forward to hearing mud crab is one of my favourite oh, things So good. So I would buy it live and then humanely dispatch with the life of the mud crab and then boil it, just simple boiling. And, and you then dispatch w- it in, in the... Uh, freezer. You freeze it to death. Okay. I see. <laughs> I'm sorry, mud crab. I didn't want to say it, but you asked. I did. I it did. is the most humane way. To cook a mud crab, it's really simple. The less you do, the better. Although if you go out, get Singapore chilli crab. It's just in- incredible. <sighs> yes. But to do it at home, around 20 to 25 minutes per kilogram. Okay. But I would always go less. Just in boiling water. Yeah, just in boiling water. It's going to pong a bit. It's going to release a pongy sort of mm. crabby aroma. Mm-hmm. So if you've got sensitive people, maybe open all the doors up. Okay. <laughs> or do it early in the morning and then give the chance. Don't to- invite them. <laughs> no. Eat it more for yourself. Then I'll make a really good sauce. So picture this, 100 mils of Japanese rice vinegar, two tablespoons of mirin, and then one and a half tablespoons of Japanese soy sauce, and then you want to cook that down a bit. So it's a sour, tangy dipping sauce. Okay, lovely. But look, don't go overboard because what you find with mud crab is it speaks volumes on its own. And mm. if you just want to add a little bit of flavour, it's not a Thousand Island dressing type situation, okay? No. That's for bad prawns. <laughs> Do not do that to your good mud crab. Just a gentle little whisper of something to kind of bring out its yumminess and let that delicious seafood speak for itself. Happy Christmas, mate. Thank you, Yumi. Thank you, Same back. to you. For more on 5-Minute Food Fix, don't forget to look at our Instagram and TikTok and leave a review wherever you're listening to this show so that others can find it too. Ho, 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 ho. 